what's up guys welcome to episode 14 of drunk boys basement where drunk conversations happen tristan's back again hey guys <laughs> again <laughs> amazing he never he never leaves he actually stayed here from the last episode until now just waiting well and what's weird is <laughs> we filmed him like we recorded him a week apart too it's not he hasn't like... left yet he hasn't showered yeah. he hasn't eaten if we we're filming this back to back and i hadn't <laughs> left that really wouldn't be that big of a deal but the fact seven days have passed that's that's major. One of the Some things commitment. I did want to say uh, is my thoughts and prayers go out to those affected by the Cat 3 hurricane hurricane tornado that hit uh, Mount Juliet, uh, Nash, or Tennessee. I don't know if you guys heard about that. I no. did. Uh, I, I if we did. were Italian, would it be Huracan? Oh, no, it was a tornado. Why in the hell would a hur- if a hurricane, hurricane, hurricane. hurricane hit Nashville, we have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Global warming. No, but it did. It uh, it took some lives. It affected quite a bit of the population there. Um, How many people? Fourteen. So uh, thirty-two. Oh. So it it did. Uh, it hit close to home because my company operates out of there as well. Uh, we were affected by it. Um, so my thoughts and prayers go out to those affected by that. I'm not going to say we're starting to go fund me because we're not, <laughs> but <laughs> but I just I just wanted to to let everyone know that uh, our thoughts and prayers are with those affected by that tornado in Nashville. So with that being said, on <laughs> on kind of a depressing note, um, Sean, how was your week? Dude, my week was great. I don't believe that. Tristan, how was your week? <laughs> oh, my week was super good. You start your job on Monday, huh? I do. I do start a new job. So cheers to that, boys. I'm not cheers into that. Are you oh, excited? Okay. <laughs> I'm super excited. It's going to be a great opportunity. He's a big boy now. Yeah, so. yeah this is the first time he's had a job. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm super excited because I feel like I'm actually starting a job in a career field that I'm interested in. And it feels like such an adult move. <laughs> and like I feel like we're all at that point in our lives where the adult moves are starting to happen. You know, this is kind of off off like off the beaten path, but one of the things that kills me is you say talking about adult moves. I listen to the radio a lot when I'm working on stuff in my garage and one of the one of the commercials that comes on all the time is the IRS finally caught up to Chad and then this dude comes on and he's like, I haven't paid my taxes in thirty three years. <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> Okay. And it was All right, one, of those, one of those debt relief company like commercial things that they. What? Wait, that was a debt relief commercial? Yeah, it was like we helped Chad get out of his debt. Oh, okay. And I was just, that I just, it, I find it funny because like Wesley Snipes went to prison for like five years. Isn't that funny? That, that would be evasion. such a Chad move. <laughs> Oh, dude. That's See, such a I, Chad thing. I feel like I am so far off from whatever is going on. Who's Wesley Snipes? That's my Wesley question. Snipes? You oh, don't know who he man. is? Have you ever heard of the movie Blade? Um, Like like the old movie Blade? Yeah. What? Is there a new movie Blade? I feel like there's like thinking, two. Yeah, you, yeah, so there's Blade 2, but you're you're thinking of the right He's person. got like four, okay. four Blades, doesn't he? Yeah, no. Like four movies? Yeah. Um, he's got, well, he's got way more movies than Blade, but he's like, that's where I know him from is Blade. Um, wasn't he in The Matrix? No, no, no. That was another black so guy. He was, <laughs> he was Blade, Expendables. Um, oh, really? He was Expendables? He was Expendables, yeah. He wasn't ex- He was in The Expendables. He wasn't Expendable. Yeah, he wasn't Expendable. He was in the movie. <laughs> uh, huge actor in the 90s and early 2000s. He went to, yeah, he went to prison for tax evasion. He got famous for two reasons, because he's an actor and he went to prison for tax evasion. <laughs> Wow. I mean, <laughs> yeah. 
you think he had enough that he was just like, screw it, I'll pay taxes. No, but... why? No, because at that point, you're like, why am I paying $5 million in taxes? Screw the government. Yeah, if you saw him, you'd know who he <laughs> is. The more money you have, the Probably. less likely you are to pay taxes. Because it's more money they're taking. Usually. Yeah, good point, good point. I mean, if you're on, unless you're on like food stamps. Anyway, um, what was your FedEx story that you've been talking about all day? Okay, so I'm working on my car doing some repairs. So I ordered UV dye. <coughs> oh, yeah. To do my AC. So you put UV dye and let it run, and then you can see where it's leaking. So I go on Amazon, Everywhere. order it, and it says expected delivery date between March 4th and March 9th. I was like, perfect. The other parts I have showing up on the 9th, and do it all over this weekend. Well, if you're going to say they didn't deliver it today, it's the 6th. They've got like three days still. Well, so I wanted to get it done this weekend. No, it did say to the 6th. Oh. So oh, this morning good. I wake up to an email from FedEx saying your package will be delivered the 9th to the 14th. It's just like, I don't know why it would have got moved, but it's a project I really need to get done because I need AC in my car. So I go down to AutoZone, just buy UV dye. Uh, for eight bucks, the stuff I ordered was. Why didn't you do 20. that in the first place? Well, it was it was also the refrigerant, so I could put it in, and it counted towards the amount of refrigerant needed. They have refrigerant and UV dye mix. Yeah, I didn't know that. So I go down to so that was twenty bucks. Go down to AutoZone, buy the little vial for eight bucks, and then I was like, then the refrigerant I had bought doesn't work with my gauge set, so I go down to AutoZone, gonna buy some more refrigerant. And she's like, well, I have some with the dye in it as well. So I was like, okay, I'll get a can of that, use that. Then I'll just keep the vial on the side for the next time I need to use it, right? Usually. So go to the store, buy more refrigerant. So I've already bought in two refrigerants. Now I've bought three UV dyes, but one's not showing up till next week. I, I get home and the FedEx truck pulls up and delivers the UV dye. So now I have three UV dyes at home. You know Sixty dollars worth I, of UV dyes. I like I like you as a friend, bro. But that was like a Sean level story, man. Yeah, it wasn't that great. <laughs> but it's just so. I thought like you were gonna say like the the FedEx. I tried to fight me in my driveway. No, it's just so frustrating that FedEx will give you a date, and then it doesn't show up on that date, so they move it forward, and then it shows up anyways. And it's like it's logistics. You guys do this for billions of dollars every year. They're how all freelance, not, though, bro. Like, how have you the... not figured this out? I mean, it's very true. Being freelance, like they really—they just not. like they just hire people. Like they don't. I've I've never when I applied for just jobs. Hold on, they don't hire. They contract. Okay, whatever. What I was saying <laughs> was like when I was applying for jobs, they just like they just hire whoever. Like if you have That's a license and you're not a felon, they, yeah. But like their systems. Here's the, here's the keys to but the their truck. Computer systems are still. Here, here's my thing: is you're like, yo. When I bought this, it said between this well, date and on. this date. Hold on. How does that work, though? Because I this was a couple years ago when I did this. But, like, when they contract people, so you're driving a FedEx-branded truck, and you do you work for FedEx, or do you work for a company that hired you to work for FedEx? Uh, so technically how it works is like, cause I've heard a lot of that, like UPS, you just work for UPS, but FedEx yeah. is like, you go through like five different levels of working for FedEx. Pretty much. I mean, you have like the FedEx brand, but then FedEx, all of its routes are <clears throat> contracted to third parties. Oh, why do they do that? Uh, as far as that, I don't have that information. I would assume it's cheaper for them to contract it out than it is for them to well, the provide thing, trucks, provide so, insurance, and provide yeah, wages. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot of what it is. It's a lot cheaper. I was just what um, I was getting at was like it just it was weird because I went to a random office 
down in South Salt Lake and this dude interviewed me. And then he was basically like, all right, you have a driver's license. You're not an asshole. Here are the keys to a truck. Like literally he was like, yo, if you want, you can start Monday and they're the like yards over here and you clock and he was showing me how to do all this stuff. And you just like get a truck and you just go deliver stuff. It was the weirdest thing. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, granted, I have no idea how FedEx works. I don't either. (laughs) Neither do I, actually. That's the problem. Well, I got a box today and they delivered it to my neighbor's house. I don't. FedEx is weird. Yeah, it was just so frustrating that they give you an expected delivery date. And then the last day of that delivery date, they move it forward. And then it still shows up that day. It's funny because one of our, one of the listeners that avidly listens to us, her boyfriend's a freight driver for FedEx. So we don't like you. (laughs) Moral of the story. Moral of the story is we don't like you. Well, at least he's not like a delivery package. What, he's a freight driver? He's, yeah, he's a freight driver. Yeah. I've never met him. I don't plan on meeting him because he's a big dude and I'm a small dude. (laughs) <laughs> wow people I, have you guys seen that uh that, have you guys seen that bill that it wasn't a bill it was actually two bills that went across the utah senate and one was that they're banning abortions in utah no and then the other one back to back was that they're banning they're not doing subsidized food stamps to kids that can't afford like lunches at school no so the first <laughs> one wasn't banning abortions it, yeah, was, it was no it was if you're getting an abortion you have to either cremate or have a proper burial for the aborted fetus. Hold on. So they're I, making what? you Yeah, so they're treating it as if it's a full like You wanna baby. get you wanna get real political? Right now. What's your stance on abortion? It's not my choice, it's the female's choice. What's your stance on abortion? I mean I'm gonna be on the same point. Like it's not my decision. That's what I'm that's what I've been getting at for the longest time is like, yo, <clears throat> not to be you an asshole. You. Yeah, not not to be an asshole, but I don't I'm not affected by this. That is 100% whatever you want to do. And that, like... The issue comes up when you mix religion into it. Okay, so Utah Senate ban- votes to ban all elective abortions. Yes, but the one that they're trying to pass is the cremation. Utah Senate so, rejects so... anti-masturbation amendment. That's <laughs> <Wow. laughs> right below. So, you know, what's funny? you know what's funny about the uh, food stamps one? Is the senator who proposed it was like, my mom and grandma cooked me breakfast every day. You guys need to step up as parents. Well, don't quote me on that. I don't know what. No, that's what, it, he, it was, that's it what was, the bill was. It was, But it was like back what? to back. And like it was sa- back to back bullshit. Yeah. And so the guy says, well, my mom and my mom and grandma made me breakfast every day. You guys need to step up as parents and be better parents. And it's like, sir. Wait, the senator said that? Yes, the senator said that. And it's just like. I didn't know that. Dude. Thirty percent of the kids you went to class with went to school hungry. Poverty's always been a thing. It's not subsidizing the cost of food because you're not a good parent. It's because people don't have money. Utah Senate rejects anti-masturbation amendment to propose abortion ban. That's a lot of big words. They're, Members yeah. of the Utah Senate voted overwhelmingly in a long. This was two days ago. I can't believe they're gonna. So wait, wait, wait. I have to. I have to backtrack to something. All right. You were saying that the the bill is to uh, make it so you can't do. Masturbation. A lot of guys are about to experience a lot of hard times. Uh, no, it's so. So um, why is your hand below your waistline? <laughs> <laughs> the elective abortion. I, bl- uh, I think that's the word, right? Elective. elective yeah, Utah Senate ban votes so, so, to ban elective abortions. So the only time an abortion would be uh, would be right is if the the mother's life is in danger. Yes. 
that for, I I mean I don't know is that what it's pretty much stating I don't know yes. the, I don't know the pre well wouldn't it be under doctor's discretion as well like if it's if it's, yeah, if it's invi- medically like if it's medically pr- like if the mom's life is in danger but at the guise of a physician then it's not a good like you gotta get rid of it I, that sounds bad <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> Ooh, a little too edgy <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. You at the guise of a doctor. But the one, the one other thing I wanted to say as well, because you're, you're talking about the bill as being passed to like, if if you abort, you need to either have like the burial or the cremation. Or, correct. Well, I don't. How the, was the, that? The was that thing, in the bill? I'm not sure if it was in that Hold bill on. or a different bill, but I. So the Utah, I might answer your question this. The Utah Senate voted Monday to ban elective abortions at all stages of pregnancy and you stages of pregnancy. Whoa. I didn't know that. You could, you could be like a nine month, like you could be eight months pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) The child's three months old. Can I get an abortion? Um, Ma'am, it's too late. No, it's enrolled in high school. What are you talking about? The Utah Senate voted Monday to ban elective abortions at all stages of pregnancy in Utah, but only if the U.S. Supreme Court versus Roe versus Wade, blah, blah, blah. We are taking away the rights of women, whatever. Right now, there is probably a family in the hospital. Responding to criticism that the bill interferes with women's choice, the bill's sponsor, Senator Dan McKay of Riverton, said it protects the right to life of the unborn. I think it's the government's role to speak up for those who can't speak for themselves. It is one of our primary duties. The unborn cannot speak, he said. As a result, it is our obligation to protect it. It's regrettable that the government has to protect the unborn from a parent. If Roe versus Wade is overturned, the bill would ban all elective abortions except in the case of rape, incest, or when the mother's life is threatened. A rape would have to be reported to the police for the exception to apply under the bill. No, oh, there's, there's, a, this is a big article. I don't, I mean, it I is. could dig into it, but I don't. So you know, you know what? Go ahead, Sean. I want to bring up an argument with this. So why are we so fixated on uh, uh, the abortion topic when probably a lot of these ba- unborn babies is due to lack of. I, I want to say knowledge, education, or yeah, education. If half the people were a little hold more up, educated let me stop about- you. In earlier debate on the bill last week, the senator also considered an unusual amendment that would also ban any male ejaculation that occurs outside of a vagina. So when you're whacking it at Walmart, no, so bad anal- idea. So no anal tonight. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Yeah, so Sean's right, but you know it's a really interesting conversation piece about abortions, and I think it's kind of oddly morbid, but a fetus technically in biology definition is a parasite. It cannot live outside of its environment without its host, so therefore it's a parasite. Well, they said a sperm is not a human life any more than an egg is. And we're not talking about sperm and we're not talking about eggs. We're talking about human life. We are talking about a living being and whatever other problems may exist with this legislation. At the end of the day, how can I say that I believe it is ethical or moral or correct to end a human life? Yeah, so there's that There's that argument that it's a human life. But at the same time, a lot of people are like, it's my choice. Oh, Jesus. But it's a parasite like as far as under a biological definition. Under current Utah law... 
Before a woman may receive an abortion, she must complete a 72-hour waiting period and watch an informational module that says that the state prefers childbirth to abortion. Lawmakers are also considering legislation this year that would require the bare... Okay. Um, <clears throat> lawmakers are also considering legislation this year that would require the burial or cremation of fetal remains and force women to receive an ultrasound before an abortion. That's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Okay. Here's here's my my thing with that. This is all very just really extreme. Good God. I mean, I mean, I I'm gonna say this with the whole burial and cremation thing. I mean. From my understanding, abortions are pretty expensive as is already, correct? Not under um, not under Planned Parenthood. You can go no, and get one right 400. now. 400. Well, Sean can't. <laughs> so, he could try. He but could sure as shit So they're, depending on where, you, <laughs> where you're at as far as in terms of pregnancy with you, if you're in the first trimester, it's like 400 bucks because at that point you can just take a pill. The pill will... Uh, I'm not sure exactly how it works, but basically disconnects the fetus from the uterus and then your body recognizes it as a foreign object and excretes the fetus. That's like, that's like the most sanitary, like that's the best way to do it. At that point, the baby barely has a brainstem. Ooh, you're, you're saying it's a baby. Thought it was a parasite. The The parasite. No, I don't like using the word parasite. I think it's this, a little too this 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 shit is just so so overwhelming to me. I mean, I don't know how it, it just if I if I had a daughter <clears throat> because I've I have friends that have gone through abortions. I've seen the you know, whether they wandered or not, it's beside the point. It's I've seen the emotional distress they're under regardless, because it's it's really like one of the biggest moral dilemmas you can undertake. But it's like they kind of at a, after a certain point every they understand what they're doing they understand they understand it it just it doesn't matter what kind of education level anyone has they just understand it and i think that it's so mind-boggling to me as a man as an individual to like try to understand this how do you understand that understand how do, how, do you, how do you what a woman would go through for this like this shit is monumentally mind-boggling to me and this isn't even, this isn't me like drinking heavily, trying to understand this. This is me literally for the last couple years that I've learned about this bullshit, trying to understand how as a government, as like a country, we can like police someone's body. Like give so me that's a goddamn where, break. So that's where a lot of people, I would say in our age group, look at it. And the older age group looks at it as, no, that's a child that can't defend itself because it doesn't have a voice because it's not born people yet. have said that to me in fights before that child can't defend himself i'm 23 i'm okay <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's so sad though is we're having this debate over abortions and this and that we'll give the baby up for adoption there are eight million kids around the world in orphanages there's there's yeah so eight million there, kids in orphanages and we're talking about abortions or giving up for adoption when we can't even get eight million kids homes and honestly excuse my french here but the system fucks up kids it, 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 it does. really does it does it's not a good environment to grow it's, up mm, no i being when 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 i started in the the law enforcement field and bail enforcement i've run across a few of those kids to where well, I guess not myself personally. My partner has, has said, you know, I, I've known these kids since they've been in foster care and now they've got a warrant 
and he's it's it's kind of a habitual thing like it's, they just it's, don't have that family environment and you so, get you get don't get me wrong you get the off chance to where that kid will will get adopted by an amazing family it happens but i want i want to say if we say six seven times out of ten they're going to be in the system before they're 18 yeah and it, it's so sad to <clears> see <throat> that they these orphanages aren't even properly funded and yet we want to f- start wars over abortion but you and, have to look at this is this is where I like have a problem with my moral compass, but it's like look at it from a population control standpoint. You joke and talk about like the coronavirus and the flu and all this other bullshit that's population control, right? Look at abortion. At a certain point, how many people can the earth really support? Um the number's actually around 11 to 13 billion people. How many are we at right now? Seven and a half. So, but if, the problem it, is, but what I'm saying is like, but the thing is, we still have. Do issues. we draw? Do we draw a line at population control, or do we just draw a line at the fact that it's a moral dilemma and we don't know what to do? Well, and you know, it's so interesting too that you bring up, you know, population. We have people going hungry, and we, well, no, we shit. already yeah. provide enough food to feed 11 billion people on this planet, and there's only seven and a half billion maybe 8 billion and people are still going hungry. It's just distribution of wealth to different topic, but Sean, you look confused, conflicted. No. Dar- dare yeah, I'm more conflicted. I, I'm trying to, I, I mean that statement um, that Tristan was talking about right there about hunger and all that. Um, like I, I, I do believe that there are people out there, like the distribution of wealth could be a little bit better. Um, but I, I also believe there is a big portion of people that it's due to their personal choices that cause them to be in the situation they're in. That's that's like that's like a whole but that's yeah. like a that's like a dark rabbit hole of debate right there because yeah. I mean but, I don't disagree with you, but I think at the same time there are people. So we'll break it into to, to percentages. Let's say fifty percent of people are they they have need for that, but then you have another fifty percent of people who. They f- <clears throat> they screw their lives up in a sense to where they can't. They're so far down in a ditch that they have to claw their way out of it. Drugs, addiction, whatever it may be. That's the other fifty percent. I've seen but that's that. 50%. Just Ameri- that's just America, though. You look at the world and you look at third third world countries. Well, good God, they, yeah, but they're third world mean, countries. Yeah, but we're talking about distribution of wealth and food on a global scale, and wow. other countries really do not have w- one infrastructure to get uh, food and resources to places. That's what made the Ebola virus so deadly in Africa because they didn't have the infrastructure or the roads to get me- medicine and food to these villages affected. So you can sit here and say it's a personal choice. Well, people didn't choose to be born into these poverty third world shitholes, honestly. No, I, I agree well, with I, you there. I, I never said it was all personal choice. I mean, I definitely believe there well, that's is why, a that's why That's why I broke it into percentages. Yeah. You, you can have half the percentage to where it – I guess it wasn't a personal choice, but their decisions led them to that to that. But should they outcome? still go hungry? No. God, no. Exactly. No, I don't think anybody should go hungry. No, so there's definitely like – serious systematic issues that prevent there's yeah but but scaling that back to abortion i mean maybe i spoke out of turn when i said that it's a population control thing that, <laughs> that might have been screwed up to say but i think that you could look at it as that idea i mean i mean if we're going to talk about population control 
Here's what I'm going to say to that. Why, why, I, I mean, I joke about it too, population control, ha ha ha. Um, but at the end of the day, why is it that we have to control and limit the, the population? I, I, I kind of want to ask that. Like, why, why do we put it in that perspective? Well, I think that there's a stigma because there's, there's this unknown factor floating around of, you have fossil fuels for vehicles that are on the road. You have food needs. You have all of this infrastructure. You have every, you have all of these different outliers that perpetuate into what is society. And I think that there are a, a majority of people that are afraid if X amount of people populate society in the next 10 years, then those people, those Y people won't have the necessity that they need, that they want. I know why we need population control. Have you ever been stuck in a traffic jam on I-15? Yeah, that's, yeah. Thank, yeah. thank God I don't take I-15, so. <laughs> that's why we need population control, Sean. Because traffic, traffic in, is a bitch. That's, traffic that's, in Utah is I guess is that's the main awful. reason. That's why we need tra- population all, control. All right, here's my question to that then. What about California? They First? need population control times No, what 10. California needs to do is just separate they they can float off you know what california needs they can go somewhere else (laughs) you know what california needs covid19 to run rampant you can't say that man people are gonna be like we're not listening to these guys anymore they're talking about you actually would just get demonetized on youtube (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what i'm saying is to scale it back i'm not saying that abortion is population control by any means no one get that twisted what i'm saying is i've seen articles based around that fact they're not taking into account biological needs or the safety of the mother they're talk- they're taking into account that that's just another goddamn person on the earth that's the only thing they're looking at they're not looking at the health safety or, or whatever it is it's just like that's another person that's gonna screw up my goddamn commute on the way to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah the abortion thing i get why people want to defend a fetus when they can't speak for themselves why tell me why because i don't so i understand because i guess that's one thing i've i'll I'll be honest i've never understood i think part of it is your point of view can change once you're a parent and oh yeah none of us are parents so we can't see you you might be that's i might be (laughs) (laughs) but you you know these your mom or dad you know i have such fond memories of you as a kid if you were to abort a if you were to go out and abort a child look at the memories i've had and how much it's improved my life. Well, I would hate for you to take that away from yourself. That's so matter of fact, though, because what if, your, what if your parents are not in a position for a kid? Exactly. And that's why that's why 99% of people get abortions. It's because they're not – you look at a mother who gets an abortion and she's pregnant for four weeks, eight weeks. She already has an emotional connection to the fetus. And so when she gets an abortion, it's – Tra- like emotionally yeah it's traumatic that's what i was getting at before it's it's, it's traumatic hard yeah but See, they also understand i'm not in the circumstance to make this child have a better life than what i have or provide a good meaningful life for this child and i cannot but that's do your that. here's my problem so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the parents now mm-hmm. and you're saying that john and jane doe uh whatever you want to call them so unfortunate <laughs> Uh, they they first are stuff. not uh, well. Uh, I'll say well well off enough. Wow, I can't talk tonight. Financially, financially or emotionally stable enough to support a child. I was I'm actually gonna go with financially. I was actually get, I was gonna get into that because go so, off. So you're so we're talking about being uh financially not being financially stable 
and all of a sudden, the girl's pregnant. <clears throat> why? I mean, I, I'm going <laughs> yeah. to explain to you why. All right, Sean, so, so I'm looking at my no, computer. I'm going to pull no. up a little diagram, a little website called Brazzers. It's great educational Stop. website. It should help you get a better understanding of why oh, and how. No. We are getting demonetized. <laughs> To be fair, we're not monetized so, in the first place. Good point, good point. If we were, or if we do get monetized, you're going to hear this episode and be like, demonetized. So, so, or we get sponsored by Trojan. <laughs> here's, here's where I was sex. going with that. Oh, shoot, you made me lose my track of mind right there. Anyway, um, so financially stable. So, And a girl's it, pregnant. Why? Yeah, when a girl's pregnant. So it's like... Stop. If you understand that you are not financially stable... There are plenty of options out in the world, I at least I that I know of, that I feel like I know, to to prevent that from happening. Yeah, and but yet, what but the, let, let me argue that because he said we don't know the gripe of being or the the, the I should say the plight of being parents, not the gripe. I mean parents yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah. What he would what I would say in that instance is, well, it's my kid. I can take care of him because that just seems to be just I, I and I can't and this is so hard for me to debate because none of us are parents so I can't talk about what it is to be a parent. See, this is all I'm viewing is is like the girl who's like I can be a parent. Let's find the first tatted guy I can find. Yeah, that's called sixteen and pregnant. It's on MTV. You can watch it if you want. What I'm getting at right now <laughs> is that a mom will, no matter the situation she's in, convince herself. And I've seen this, that she can provide for that child. But back to what one Sean's... way or another, back she'll provide for that damn child because that's her kid. She did that. That's yeah. her thing. But oh, like, yeah. Sean's saying is like, well, there's plenty of things to prevent it: condoms, birth controls, this or that. Well, uh, condoms it, break. Birth control exactly. isn't always effective. Exactly. And, that's and what that, I was gonna say, Sean. I, like condoms break. So that's why sometimes say you get too. sometimes you get caught up in the moment of an intimate makeout session and it turns into sex and it happens or sometimes your pullout game isn't strong like it <laughs> I was happens for some, i was waiting for some bullshit <laughs> no but seriously like it it happens like unintentional pregnancies even when you're so being as safe as you think you are pregnancies still happen just you look at virgin mary she didn't even have sex <laughs> well what <laughs> where what that might be a stretch. Are you, anyway. getting, are you getting into, like, biblical? No. Like, but just, what I'm saying is things happen. Sometimes you get caught up in the moment of intimacy and... This dude so, just... I'm still hung up on the fact this dude just said virgin Mary. <laughs> spontaneous. So, spontaneous fetal combustion. <laughs> whatever, whatever thought I had is gone. Oh. So, yeah, I get... That yes, there's all these tools to provide for for people who aren't financially. Trying to have a serious diplomatic conversation, and dude says Virgin Mary. <laughs> <laughs> so right. there's Good definitely dinner. plenty of tools out there, but you don't know either someone's access to those tools, um, awareness of the tools available to them. Can we talk about Sometimes how expensive Plan B is at like pharmacies? 50 bucks. You, you can go to Planned Parenthood. I know some some people could write in and say, you can go to Planned Parenthood and get it for free. I, I get that. What you I'm, can actually get uh, Plan B, the name brand, from Costco for $7. And you do not need a Costco membership to go dude, to Costco's pharmacy. it's 50-something dollars at like CVS Wa- and CVS, Walmart. Yeah, Smith's. 
But Costco will sell you Plan B for seven dollars. That's what blows my mind is is people wanna you wanna practice safe sex. I'm all about it. I get it. It's sure. When you're ready, you're ready. Have a kid. That's great. Cause you know you're doing that. Mistakes happen. I'm not saying kids are mistakes, but other parents might say otherwise. My parents will agree with that. What I'm getting at is the mistake the- wasn't having you, Ryan. It was keeping you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. God damn. <laughs> what I'm getting <laughs> What I'm getting at is that why is contraception like that so expensive? And then people talking about controlling women's bodies and how they can do things and this and that and the other thing. It's it just like Here's all these tools available for you. By the way, it costs an arm and a leg. Where did this monopoly come from? Because that's what this is. That's pharmaceutical. It's it's the pharmaceutical companies, which we've discussed before. So then, tell me about. I I probably could write a like dissertion. Is that dissertation? Dissertation. I could write a full dissertation. Dissertation. Thank you. (laughs) A dissertation on Planned Parenthood because I don't know much about it. I do know there are a lot of people that do not like it. I also know there are a lot of people that love Planned Parenthood. The people who do not like Planned Parenthood are also the people who are pro-life and the people who like Planned Parenthood are people who are pro-choice Here's because Planned Parenthood when I, when I gives th- you the option to go either route. When I think about pro-life... I feel like that was really obvious. I, it probably was, but I've been drinking. That's what our <laughs> podcast is about. What, when I think about pro-life, one of the things I think about is, as we've discussed prior, is the life that you could provide for that child. Quality of life. You well, can provide qu- life. Quality of life, exactly. <laughs> if, if you're not in a position to provide quality of life, do you deserve to have a child? I think that should be the real question. Should you legally be allowed to? Have no a child? bullshit. Cut the red tape. The question should be: If you can check yes to these, let's say, three questions, then you probably shouldn't get an abortion. If you don't know, then you. I, I. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I'm not a woman. I don't have kids. I don't know what the answer is. And I think the thing that bothers me is. These guys are older. Sure, they have kids, but they're not women. And let's be honest, a lot of the majority that are ruling on this are males. Yeah. Well, you look at Alabama, their entire Senate and legislation is all males yeah, who so made a decision to ban abortions when it's their wives, their daughters, their granddaughters who have to face the consequences that these men are making when it's not even the man's choice. All I'm saying is with this 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 whole upbringing that I've had where my parents haven't forced any sort of ideal the like ideologies. ideologies on myself, I think that if I had a daughter and we had an open enough relationship to where she could come to me and say this is my problem, I would let her choose whatever she wanted. Exactly. Like, I would let her so do whatever sad. she wanted because as long as it's keeping her safe, I don't give but a shit. But the thing too is once you take religion into fact... I don't want to do that. I'm a religious that's, person. I'm a I'm, God-fearing person, but I do not want that to interfere with the decisions. The difference between us and, let's say, the South where Alabama passed law is you the look at Bible how... Founders. Yeah, you look at the Bible Belt and how tight they are to religion as well as Utah. Uh, you, those, those lines become really blurred we can go, it's a choice that someone should have. And to them, it's, no, the book of the Lord says, do not do this. And to them, they but, have to serve their Lord too. Sean, you might, and I, I'm not I'm not picking on you here, but I mean, I went to Catholic school. I've, I've, I've been brought up in a religious family, but 
to your knowledge, just off the top of your head, is there anywhere in the Bible that you remember or that you think says that abortions are bad? I you believe should... I remember hearing something so about that. the Bible does not say anything about abortions. Abortions weren't a thing at the time. Yeah. It's you shall not take another life. And yeah. they, But see, that to me sounds like it's being taken out of context a little bit. To you need us. you need to define what a life is, and that's where it gets lost in translation. Exactly, and to them, everyone's got their own. To dis- them, like, it's as soon as the sperm meets the egg, and it's you know formed a zygote, you have life. But I don't remember my time in the womb, so if I was aborted, what did I miss? You want to go on a different tangent? Another another um, prevalent issue that appeared in Utah this past week. This isn't a podcast about issues. This is just what's relevant. Uh, BYU honor code changed. Heard about it. I do not know what changed. So the LDS now says that now says that same sex couples on campus are no longer compatible with the honor code. I'm surprised that that just changed. I would have expected that a long time ago. Wait. That, so so wait, it just changed so that. So after BYU honor code change, LDS Church uh, now says same sex relationships on campus are not compatible with faith rules. Uh, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints has clarified for the first time that same sex romantic behavior is still not compatible in quotes with the rules of Brigham Young University. This surprising announcement came Wednesday morning after weeks of questions about the change and after LGBTQ students had celebrated what they had hoped it meant. Many said they recently came out as gay only because they believed that they were told by some honor code staff the school and faith now allowed it. There was something that they had changed a couple weeks ago about the honor code that gave the appearance that they were more open to same-sex couples this or goes, this, homosexual behaviors on campus. This goes hand-in-hand hand with abortions. I do not care what your sexual orientation is. I don't. If it doesn't affect me, I don't care. And guess My, what? It doesn't affect you no matter what. That's, so that's, exactly, that's the it thing. It does is, not matter. It, it hurts me as a person because these kids want to go to college. They want to go to school. They want to learn about stuff. But they're, they're, they're caught up. This this is diplomatic and bureaucratic red tape. It's bullshit because they can't go to school and just do whatever they want. Well, right? they, no, they can go do what they want. They can't be themselves while they oh, that's, do it. That's a better statement, yeah. So my, my standpoint to get this completely out in the clear is if you're gay or – Whatever you whatever you want to be, I don't care. If you're an Apache attack helicopter, that is great. It doesn't affect me. I don't care what you want to do. It'd be the same thing as if I had kids. As I said, if I had a daughter that wanted an abortion or didn't or whatever, I'd support her decisions. It's the same thing if I had a son or a daughter that's gay, lesbian, homosexual. I'd, it's all the same thing. I support their decisions because they are my kid and I want them to be happy. Yeah, and it's so sad that these people go to school and or even just even in the society of the united states as a whole still homosexuality has such a negative connotation i i could not grow could not imagine my life every day if i wasn't comfortable in my own skin because the people around me didn't you talk about you talk that's why people in the the lgbtq communities are killing themselves their suicide rate is 
like quadruple that of a heterosexual male or female I just could not imagine a life where I couldn't be myself and the people around me didn't accept me. Which is why we try to not bring you around here very much. Oh. (laughs) 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 But at the end of the day, like it, it, this LGBTQ debate and abortion goes hand in hand. I mean, where, where at any point in time, if anyone in this room can tell me at any point in time where we decided as a nation, as a government, as a people to just, police people for their sexuality their decisions for biological needs like what in the hell happened here it's it's always been that way though here like it It has here being utah or the u.s or the western civilization so you look at um roman and greek uh you know history Mm -hmm. and sexuality wasn't a thing it was you know people open homosexuality it wasn't a sexuality it was just like people like just liked people who they were right. and it was once we got to the victorian era in the 17 1800s that we got started getting these ideas of man and woman monogamous relationships it's the 1800s in the that's victorian an, that's era an ideology though to where me. that changed where that changed in the western civilization whereas before you can read roman Art, literature and homosexuality was everywhere you look at their art and homosexualities everywhere and it wasn't a big deal it wasn't till the 1800s in the victorian era where homosexuality started really becoming bad and you know became a sin does it, does it talk about that in the bible besides sodom and gomorrah it says you I should mean, not lay next to another man but it never says anything about women on women so Stop. (laughs) Jesus. So it's interesting to see how that's changed in the last 200 years. I just, it it just, to me, it's just, it's, it's comical to where we debate things to this nature that in, in essence are very minuscule. Tristan talks about nations of people going hungry and the mortality rate of LGBTQ people and the mortality rate of heterosexual males. Cause we have very high mortality compared to females. It's like, I think 80% of all suicides are males. It's just, it's just like one of the things that has boggled my mind for years is why do we seem to pick out these tiny, tiny minuscule issues that matter when there is very, very, very large, monumental things that we need to overcome to become a better society and, you and know a better what's race. what's sad about that is we can fix those things as humans. We can fix the hunger issue across the world. That's what I was getting at. But why do we choose these issues that there is – honestly, some of these issues have no answer. There's no moral well, answer. Even that if is, they have answers, it's so minute in the, the effect of day-to-day life. Oh, fair enough. Like gay marriage. Who cares? Like, why does it matter? Why are we spending time trying to fix this issue and figure out what the moral compass is the on it? The CIA is tapping into my phone right now. We need to handle this. Like, Yeah, no, and like, there's <laughs> people going hungry and it's just like, yeah, those those kids in the Appalachian Mountains are going hungry, but homosexuality is a sin and or, that's more important. As, as you said prior, the rate of abortion versus the people or the, the children that are in foster care. Exactly. Like, that's, that's an issue. That's an issue. 
something we can fix and address if we can Absolutely. show the benefits of adoption across the world and show how it could be such a benefit to the people choosing to adopt and how it can actually really impact these children's lives in such a positive manner but no you can't hold hands on BYU that's a that's against our compass that's that i think that's that's what really bothers me is let these kids get this education let them do what they want to do and get that get that education and if if they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend Okay, is that affecting their the way they're studying? Yeah, are they are they good their students? Their grades, oh, their grades are slipping because they're gay. No, shut up! No, they're shut not, up! Not, no, shut up! You know what I mean? Like exactly. it's, it's so, bullshit. So. If you're going to school, being a good student, you're not acting out in class. Who cares if you if you're a guy and you like guys? I just I I I'm a little bit buzzed right now, so it's it's elevating my anger slightly. But it's just there's no need for this animosity between the the gays and abortion and lesbians and all of this other bullshit that we attribute to society it's just it's so nonsensical that it's it, it's just it doesn't make any sense to me i've never understood why this has been an issue in government in news in anything that goes on in our country why is this an issue why are these things talked about you can talk about the coronavirus all day long i don't care but when you talk about LGBTQ issues at the BYU 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 University, it's BYU U, or abortions nationwide, it doesn't. It's just it's just let people do what they know is best for themselves. This whole the government knows, blah blah blah. That's it's. I'm just tired. You know of it, what man. always I'm impresses just so me goddamn too tired of it. about. The like the government saying, "Oh, we're gonna res- like restrict abortions, gay marriage," is it's always the Republican government, the Republican Party that. Oh, I'm not gonna. That. I'm not gonna I'm not, sit no. here and pick sides. Uh, neither am I. Neither am I. I'm just saying this is an observation. The Republican Party is a small government, people's choice government, and they're the ones who put these rules in place, and it's such such a i can't even think of the word to describe so you're saying you're you're saying that the majority of the people that put these bullshit are the ones who would typically speak against are republicans yes free choice small government and yet they're the ones who are putting the government see in their house the thing is and i've talked about this before the thing about this this whole republican democrat thing the reason that I have such a hard time voting for anybody, I don't care if they're like, we're going to give gold to everybody on the earth. It doesn't matter. One of the things that I have such a hard time with, and if you guys don't agree with me here, I don't care because <laughs> this is just how I think of my myself. You know the great thing, Ryan, is we live in America and you can have your own opinion and you're entitled to it. And I'm not going to take that away from you. So go ahead and please tell us. What you think? Why? Well, I, I guess I appreciate that. <laughs> what I'm, what I'm, what I'm saying is that over the past, I want to say, ten years, candidential races have become so monopolized in the social media hemisphere, being that the ads are everywhere, candidates are posting things. It's just, it's just this weird twisted animosity between candidates and it, it's just like 
you might as well just put all of the candidates on a reality show and watch them fight with swords at yeah. this point. The reason that I have such a hard time voting is because it almost feels like, and I will tribute some of this to Donald Trump, because he was really, to my knowledge, the first president that got on social media and would just tweet all goddamn day, just nonsense. Now everyone does it. That's my problem. Yep. Is that this, the the the, the latest candidential race has become so publicized and so media frenzied that it's just like if i wanted a reality star i'll just watch the bachelor like give me a break do you get what i'm saying here Oh, completely like it it it's a hard point for me to vote because these sean you look confused no not really uh once again just critically thinking about what you're saying Uh, that's fine what i'm to, to, to wrap this up what i'm saying is it feels like the presidential race is just a weird reality show on social media. I and I, I don't, yeah. if, if I wanted to vote for somebody, like I said, I just watch the bachelor. I'd vote for Cindy or whoever the American hell. idol. I can text in my vote. See, once I, a week. I will say this. You talk about how they're all hopping on social media and it's become this, so uh, this media frenzy, uh, with all the political, um, elections. Technically, in history, it's always been a media frenzy. It it's is just the the source of the media has changed. Exactly, it's gone from being that's actually very very insightful. No, I I don't disagree with you. Print. I guess I get no. I I agree with both of you in the sense that I wasn't of age to be on whatever social media we had in two thousand because that's when Bush got elected. I wasn't MSN Messenger. But see, that's the thing. Is to Sean's point, that's a very valid point. Is that in 2000, there wasn't the any outlets that would perpetuate that kind of persona. Well, and the thing, too, nowadays is it's... I never what, thought about that. That's actually a very valid point. It's what title will get the most clicks. What can we say... But... What political but statement can we say as a news... Quote, unquote, news source to get the most clicks on this? I read but something that's, but that's the not, other day, and it compared how Bernie Sanders had said, well, not everything Fidel Castro did as a dictator was bad. He did increase literacy rates. That's a fact. That is a cold-hearted fact. One news source said, look how Bernie Sanders praised... Um, Dude can't even quote it. He doesn't know. Oh, no, he said, look how Bernie Sanders praises the dictator Fidel Castro. That well, was the title. But see, but but it's 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 nonsensical stuff like that. And Sean, I appreciate what you just said because it, it kind of brings to light another mindset that I honestly ignorantly didn't think about. But at the same time, to this present point in in, in history, why do the candidates and, and since you kind of quelled my previous issue, why do current candidates have to perpetuate themselves on social media besides marketing themselves? Because that's what social media is. In a sense, you're marketing yourself to other people. I get that. But why is this bachelorette, bachelor bullshit going on to where it's just this weird beef that all of these candidates have against each other? Why did it become this battle royale of presidential candidates? But why did people so tweet I think, in the first place? I think there's two reasons behind this. Why it's become more of a battle royale than a debate. Okay. So one, I think um, 
Man, I'm f- I'm starting to get drunk now. I'm trying, I need to <laughs> put together my thoughts. I, I've been, been drunk there. for about 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah, so so um so one thing is I believe as a society we have moved towards more of like a um we we want something to engage our senses. I guess I'll say the I I mean we all here can agree like like a little bit of hostility it piques our interest. We want to know. It's it's and, it's, and it's, it's drama. For the, it's for it's the drama. clicks. It's, 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 it's for drama. the clicks. Yeah, it's hundred percent. What it is? Drama. There's somebody that said this, but like, um, even even bad news is still. I can't think of the word of the what bad the news quote? is still uh, good publicity. No, yeah. Yeah, it's like any pl- even bad publicity is good publicity. Look at, no, look at Trump. Yeah. He barely. I mean, I can't. I, I I'm. He he didn't spend very much money on publicity stunts and bullshit. He was just himself. Well, or, yeah, Twitter's free. That's what I mean. It's he he just caused all sorts of bullshit drama. And look, who's the president? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> like it's yeah, no, it's super impressive, and it's gonna be so interesting interesting to see and something that we get to follow throughout our whole lives is how this evolves in twenty, thirty, forty years. What how is this outlets and how are these outlets evolving and this how does be a long affect... podcast 20 30 years oh yeah stay tuned maybe by then we'll have some sponsors you're gonna hear tristan's fucking oxygen tank <laughs> <laughs> my great great grandchildren because no but I, I do appreciate what you're saying sean is the the one thing that i really didn't think about is is that we take in our media differently. I mean, in, as Tristan said, in 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it could be a different intake of media. You know what's so interesting, but too? But the thing, the thing, hold on, that I'm still searching for to this day is why on God's green earth did this presidential candidacy thing become such a frenzy? It's for the clicks. What clicks? What is that? Democrats, Republicans? What are you talking about? No, just literally just in general, people. What tweet can they say that gets the most publicity to get their name seen by the most amount of people? And I actually read this study and it said people who just advertise their name around their city for like mayor, uh, you know, really small time government jobs, just had their name in the most spots, got elected the most times because we see names and when we go to the ballot box it's like oh i've heard of that name see that's that's it's funny because i i walked into the locker room at the gym that i go to the other day and i saw bernie up on the tv when on uh super tuesday right yeah one of the things that just popped in my mind was i was like you know what the reason that some of those other candidates like the females that are i don't amy kobachar Cobra Chart. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. No, <laughs> Kobushar, Cobra Char. Uh. One of the things that, that popped in my mind, and I don't know how true this could be, but the fact that Bernie had already run could mean that people know Bernie. Exactly. They, they kind of know what kind of what he's about. And then the They've second the time, he reiterates. He comes up better. It comes up how bigger. How many times can people see your name? Because when they get to the bout, they're going to go, I have heard that name. Even when it comes to like local stuff, like for mayor. Oh yeah, I've seen that name around the city. That's who I'm going to well, vote Well, I attribute the Joe Biden thing. Joe Biden was the VP to Obama. Everybody knows VP, right? Everybody sees all the memes that they have of Joe Biden with Obama. So it's like, 
I kind of attribute the know-how. Their success. And yeah, the know-how and the fact that they're a person, people know to why they're doing so well in the polls because people know these other individuals. It's, it really and it's is like, a popularity contest. People knew who Donald Trump was. Can you name John F. Kennedy? One <laughs> other Republican candidate that he ran against in the 2016 primaries for him to get elected. It's a good point. Wasn't, I can't. Uh, wasn't Mitt Romney a Republican? He was. Hillary Clinton. Democrat. <laughs> ben Carson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ben Carson and he Mitt was Romney. a reverend isn't he he was a surgeon oh wow i'm getting way too drunk <laughs> but those are the only two i can name but one i was really fascinated with ben carson because he was a a very successful um neurosurgeon he seemed, he seemed very there in the debates. well so he yeah he was a he was a neurosurgeon and a very successful one and mitt romney we all know him because he is a utah government S- official senator all right so that's why I know those two, but I none of us could really name any other primary candidates that he, Republicans that he had to go against. Nope, but we all knew who Donald Trump was. The Apprentice. Very true. I think I think honestly though, the last thing I'll say about that is that when I walked into the locker room, as I said, the the one thing that really reverberated to me was that people know this person. Right. Who who was the who were the two the the one female you talked uh, about? Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. I've never heard of her before in my life. Oh, she's a Massachusetts I, I'm, senator, so I'm, I'm sure there she would have the same reign that Mitt Romney has here in Utah. Right, but Mitt Romney was relentless. He kept going and going and going. Well, and he also ran in 2012. Right. That's what I mean. Is he kept going? So if Elizabeth Warren runs more and more and more, she'll get that. Traction. It's a lot of money. But she'll get the yeah. She'll well, that's get probably the why if Hillary Clinton ran again, she would probably get elected because she ran last last time. And I can't see that ever happening. Do I don't wanna, know. Do you want to bet money on that? History. No, like actually making it because of her history. That is true. But that's look why at, she lost against at, Donald Trump. Look at your current president's history. It's I mean, not ca- good, bro. I mean, compared to Hillary's, I can't. I mean, uh. you've always had a gripe about that. But the thing is. She's leaking emails. All right. Donald Trump paid women been... off for sexual sexual the th- misconduct. The thing is though, let was me that actually a true story. Let me, or was let, that let like, me, no, let me stop, let me stop both Very of you. Let me stop both of you. Think about this. Think about this not as a president, but as a manager. You get hired as a manager, and from day one, you were under scrutiny for the whole four years that you're in your office. Right. The thing is that I've told my parents and plenty of my friends is that Donald Trump, at the end of the day, has some balls on him. He kept that whole thing going. He's kept the whole thing going under scrutiny for the last four goddamn years. He's trying to do it again for another four. He tell me one time where this dude has not been under review, scrutiny or indictment or Mm. impeachment. This dude, All I didn't, and, and don't get it presidency. twisted. I did not vote for this guy, right? But think about it from just like a non-presidential standpoint. This dude has gotten his shit kicked in nine ways from Sunday for the last four years, and he's going again. He said, yeah. "Sign me up. I'm ready for whoever I mean, I'm against." Like an ounce of you has to be like that. Takes some 
goddamn balls. Like, that's... Metaphorical balls. Metaphorical, huge blue balls. Not blue. (laughs) Balls of blue steel. I just think that the government needs to just back off a little bit, let people do what they want to do. On that note, Sean, let's get it done. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning to another episode of Drunk Boy's Basement have something you want us to talk about next time or loved this episode let us know on facebook at drunk boys basement and while you're there make sure to like and share our page as well catch us next friday and remember please listen responsibly bye bye